we're just going to go ahead and have an honest conversation today. So I want to ask you guys, and I want you guys to kind of reflect on this too, because I'm trying to reflect on this question as well. Why does taking care of yourself, putting yourself first, why does doing good things for your health, good things for your mental health give you an ick? Why? Why does it have to be, feel hard? Why does it make you feel guilty? These are questions that I wonder because of how much I try to display these things and how much I try to help others or when I talk about it I feel like majority of the time the reciprocation of the things that I talk about sometimes okay not majority of the time sorry sometimes is like an ick response it's kind of like why why do we have to do these things that are actually scientifically proven to help us in our mental health why, do, why is it hard? You know? Because it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to feel yuck. And when I think about these things, I think it's probably because it's not what you're used to. It's probably because anything new is scary. It's probably because you don't know what the result of doing these things would be. And that's why it's so scary, because it's the unknown. But when you get there, when you start practicing these things, it starts to get easier and easier. See, the thing about life is everything takes practice there are things that will come to you very easily things that i don't know you will just be naturally good at and sometimes you won't even believe it until people multiple people tell you but it's the practice that makes a difference it's the I don't know where this is going to take me and this is going to feel a little uncomfortable at first but in my mind, in my heart, I know that this is going to get me to a place where I will flourish. This is going to feel easy. Putting myself first feels easy. It feels good. There will come a day where those things will be true and you kind of have to just tell yourself that you know one of the things I think has helped me the most and shifted my mindset because I'll be honest I said it before but I am very very was very very happy playing the victim like I'm unworthy 
who cares? I don't need to do anything for myself because who cares? Who cares? No one cares. No one cares about me, so I'm not going to care about myself kind of thing. And because I was in my own little bubble, I had all these walls up and I didn't look at anything as fun. I didn't look at anything as beautiful. I was completely in a negative mind space, 100%, because that was the story I was telling myself. And then I read this book once, The Resilience Project. I think I've talked about this before by Hugh Van Cullenberg. And he talks about gratitude. It's And he actually, in Australia, has um, the Z- Resilience Project out in schools to teach kids um, resilience. And it's called the GEM, I think, GEM Project. Gr- gratitude, empathy. Is that gratitude, empathy? And I listened to this audio book and I don't have it physically with me. And mindfulness, of course, mindfulness. And the one thing that I loved about his story, the one thing that really shifted my mindset because I was in such a little bubble, in such my own world and um, a damsel in distress that wanted to be saved and had no idea about how to save herself was gratitude. And one of the things that Hugh Van Cullenberg talks about is he went volunteering somewhere or taught somewhere I think in India and he met this kid that and if you haven't gone to a third world country you will not completely understand what it means to actually completely practice gratitude for such simple things it it gives you perspective as to how lucky we actually are. Um, but he met this kid. I'll tell you a story about when I was little and going to a third world country. But he met this kid and this kid would point to things and would be like, I like this. And be like, I like this. And I like that. And I like that. And how simple it was to, and like how joyous it was to have someone just be able to point at such simple things and be grateful for them despite his circumstances, you know, like, and that's how I now try to envision gratitude rather than like forcing myself because it's hard, man. When I ask, I used to try to ask during briefs. I actually haven't been in a very long time, but I used to try to ask during briefs at work what people are grateful for. <laughs> I realised that it puts a lot of pressure on that person to try to look at what they're grateful for and it's usually coffee or having a day off and stuff, but it's the simple things. Of course you'd be grateful for those things. And then... Me asking was just in the hopes of allowing these people, these staff members, including myself, to be like, oh, I'm grateful for coffee. I'm also grateful that it's good weather today. I'm grateful that I'm on the early. I'm grateful that I'm going to be going home early, you know. Back tracking because I was going to talk about third world countries 
when I was in year four, I my dad is Filipino, my mum is Vietnamese. I went to the Philippines and I went to visit my dad's family. And it was the first time in my life I had ever gone to overseas somewhere, um, let alone see what life was like on the other side of the world. You really have no idea. You have no idea how lucky you are until you get put into situations where like there's not a toilet, you know, or there's a whole family, legit a whole family plus more living in one house. And you just think, how could that be? But they're still happy. They don't care. Well, the kids didn't care. They loved living their life. They had fun. That was the first time that I think I ever realised how lucky I was. And my dad would always tell me and my mum would always tell me. They would always tell me off for not eating my food and, you know, the classic Asian sentence of, do you know that there are starving kids in the Philippines? There are starving kids in Vietnam. And it's like, yes, I know you tell me every time, but it's like it's not until you see it that it truly hits you. It truly hits you with how lucky you are with all the things that you have and all the things that are in front of you. And it's only... It's only been fully realised by me the older that I've gotten and grown. My teenage years were full of resentment because I thought, um, and that's why I was at my own little in my own little bubble and played the victim because, like, I don't know, I was spoiled. I was being a spoiled little brat and... I just felt sorry for myself. And I was kind of like, why why are my parents so strict on me? Like, why do they have to be so strict on me? And, like, why do they still keep saying things about, you know, the kids in Vietnam and stuff and why, and kids in the Philippines, why do they still need to say those things? Why do they have to compare me to those things? And it's as if they were, as if I thought that they were always thinking about these other things rather than thinking about me first. And then I realised that I can put myself first. I don't need my parents to, you know, say word by word that they put me first and that they love me because there are so many different um, forms of love out there. Anyways, that was a bit about me. But, yeah, now I feel ease in practising gratitude and... It's completely shifted my point of views in a lot of ways 
Like I love my parents and I know the sacrifices they've made for me and I'm so grateful. No longer resentful, but grateful. They loved me in the ways that they could love me. And my world has completely changed. I love looking at the sky and if I see a pretty flower, I try to take pictures of it because I'm like, that's beautiful. And you don't have to be grateful for the big things. It can be the simple things, like having a day off, for being able to rest. But allow yourself that chance. Allow yourself that chance of practicing it bit by bit without feeling the pressure of, or forcefulness of needing to change your mental health in one day. If one thing makes you smile a day, if you can think of one thing that makes you smile a day and then you can upgrade to two and then three things, I promise you, you will start seeing the world in a different kind of lens. I know that it's possible because I feel it right now. I know that it's possible because I didn't believe that I could change the person that I was or the way that I viewed the world and I would consistently feel like a victim. But I know... And I know I'm not giving you facts or anything, but this is through experience that practicing gratitude has changed my life. And I get so emotional now because when I practice gratitude, it fills my whole body. It fills my whole body with gratitude. Like I have a house. Who freaking knew I would have a house? And I'm so grateful for it. Who knew that I'd be a dog mum? Who knew that I'd have Nelly? Who knew that I'm here, here right now recording a podcast? I'm grateful for this microphone that my partner got me. I'm grateful for the be- belief that he has in me. And I'm grateful for my parents. I'm grateful for this world for being here. You know, I just... Just don't give up on yourself. Give it a go. You will never know until you try, despite how cringy things might be, how scary things might be. Just give it a go because you'll never know in the hopes that it could change your life. Yeah. Just take baby steps, small steps. It doesn't have to be hard. Okay, that's me on gratitude. If you're following me on Insta, you would have seen lately that I'm changing from Nurse Jemima Jane to just Jemima Jane because I want to help more people out there. And I want to help not just nurses, realize these things. So continue doing what you're doing. Be kind to yourself. 
please be gentle with yourself always and follow me follow me at jemima.jane underscore on instagram for more things like this for more of my life or more of my insights all right take care